This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com with the football version of Tiger Tracks podcast. I'm here with Jay Northcutt. Jay, just walking in here, getting to know you the last few years. What strikes me is that there is no uh, there's no daubers down. That that there's still a a sense of optimism, a sense of there's still plenty to do. You know, as I thought back of that game, I mean, your blocked extra point, a couple of missed offensive chances at the end that you guys have made much more often than not. That game, I mean, you guys might still be playing had you scored because it was just going back and forth. To me, there was no reason to be down in the dumps about it. Is that kind of the approach your guys have taken this week? Oh, I think any time you lose a game by such a small margin, you you know go back through different scenarios in the game that could have gone differently uh, and maybe change the outcome in the game. and. Hopefully you learn from those, you know, and are better for it. Um, but at the same time, you you got, you know, we, we tell our kids and, and coaches for that matter too that, you know, by Monday you got to have all that out of your system and you got to just be ready to, to you know, pull your boots up and tighten your belt and, and you know, be moving forward. Uh, and I think overall our, our uh, kids and coaches were resilient, you know, and I think that speaks to, you know, the compliment that you're giving us, you know, about, about the Daubers. But, you know, we're still – uh, playing for district championships and playing to, uh, you know, extend our season into the playoffs. But our focus is on what's right here in front of us and what we do daily, you know, and I think that's been a good recipe for us and for anybody for that matter. If nothing else, that other game was very much like most of your other district games. And this this is not the little Southwest Conference of Spike Dykes and those guys. It's like most games are whoever has the ball last is going to have a chance to win just because the offenses have become so good. And full disclosure, the year I covered Midland Lee, I think it had sort of started then because it drove John Parsman crazy that they were giving up 50 points and still winning games. But that's just kind of the way this district is right now. You better have a way to move the ball and put points on the board because those other guys sure do. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair you know assessment. And I think what's interesting about it is uh, people are, are – being productive on offense in a lot of different styles Mm -hmm. you know if you look at us we throw the ball quite a bit and then and then you've got Midland who I have a lot of respect for that that was you know running the triple option and then you've got Permian that is is doing a little of both you know and San Angelo Central is is a little bit more like us maybe not quite as much you know passing that they do but a lot of different styles and, and a lot of different offense you know, and I think defense has had to kind of change their mentality a little mm-hmm. bit. They they can't focus as much on stats. They've got to focus on just, you know, getting stops and uh, not not worry about what's in the stat book because at the end of the day, the most important stat is a, is a win. Yeah, we've talked about it before. With defenses, it's not necessarily if you stop them every time. It's when you can stop sure. them at what point of the game. Sure. And this is going to sound weird, and I, I asked Caden about this. Uh, you guys – your defense seems to thrive in that situation where if a quarterback's running around trying to find receivers, your guys, that's when they seem to make plays better. Permian and Midland's a little bit tougher for them because you, your guys like him can't chase a quarterback as much because if you, I mean, you do a pass rush on an option quarterback, you, he may be behind you before you get there. So, But going back against a team that likes to throw the ball like Odessa High this week, that seems to get your pass rushers a little bit more into their comfort zone. Yeah, you know, I think anytime you you have a QB like what Odessa does that throws it really well, um, but then also can run. Mm, you yes, know, he can. 
that presents an extra challenge that the D has to account for, you know, and uh, I think that comes down to having some discipline in your pass rush lanes and not let not break and contain and you know you know not over rushing the passer and stuff like that and then guys got to stay in coverage and cover you know for a long time you know you don't want them to have to do that but that's at the end of the day that's just what it is because some of the biggest plays a lot of times are made off you know scrambles that that the ball gets downfield somebody gets open and then with you know the receiver that they have the the carry-on kid who reminds me a lot of, of yes. one of our receivers, Tate Bills, plays a lot like Tate. You know, there's a good chance he's going to wiggle free and get open, you know, so you really got to, you know, be disciplined with your assignments. I'm glad you said that because he's surprisingly physical like Tate. I still think defenses probably look at Tate and see this guy's sort of built like a tall scarecrow. He's not going <laughs> to. And then he gets into him and they and carry on the same way. They've got him for another year. He's he set all their – receiving records in three years so he is a he's definitely a handful when you take on a team like that I know you want to focus on him but like you said their quarterback can do some stuff too how do you make sure your guys don't over focus on I think he's number one for them yeah he's number one um you know you definitely have to have a plan for you know a kid like Ivan um but at the same time I think the other strength of their team like we talked about was their quarterback running and whether it's a designed run or him just using his legs and making a play um and, and again I'll go back to I think it just you have to play disciplined football you gotta you know use your your technique of not allowing him to break contained and yep. then not allowing him to step up and overrun the you know over rushing I guess is <laughs> you know maybe a way to put it but uh I think that presents the biggest challenge, you know, for us, you know, in stopping them. Now, talking to Kate and I, uh, Coach Roboto had a sense of humor still this week when you guys, when Caleb sent me the stats. I wanted to double check that the stats were correct for the defense, and he said that Coach Ribb said, "Well, we didn't do much tackling, so those numbers are very high." <laughs> you guys did do plenty of tackling. It's just Permian really executed well in the second half. Is that something you can tell your defensive guys? You, you know, could have played better, but also the other guys were doing their job pretty well in that game too. Yeah, I mean, you know, anytime I think you have a game where you have a lead like what we did and then you, you know, end up not winning the game, you go back and, and you really try to analyze that. And that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. You're looking through different scenarios that you could have changed or done something different, you know. And then some of it just comes down to fundamentals and making plays at the point of attack and not not missing tackles or not letting them break tackles. But at the end of the day, you touched on it, they were a very talented team. The strength of their team was their offensive line and then not a far second strength of offense was their skill kids. And their skill kids, I'm saying that plural because that was just about every single one of them uh, were were explosive and, and could really make big plays and did. Uh, and I think that's what kept them in the game. But, you know, all that being said and all the offense that was, that was uh, you know, on both teams that they had or that we had in that game, it came down to a special teams play, yeah. you know. Um, and anytime you have a big game like that, you know, special teams can, can really be something that wins or loses the game for you. So them, you know, blocking our, our kick, that was big, you know, for us, obviously, or for them, actually. So I was half joking with, with uh, Landon, or actually more Caden, you guys have the big leads against Legacy and Permian, and that puts those teams in desperation mode. Maybe I'll, I'll keep it closer in the first half so that 
both teams have equal desperation or equal motivation, I guess. I was just kidding. I know you'd rather have the – you're good with points going up as quickly as possible. But I'm actually just – whatever we can come out at the end of the game, one point ahead of them, I'm fine whatever playing, whatever kind of style of win we need to have. And, that, and to their credit, too, they actually shut you down a little bit on offense. They got the, Did they get the three and out right after halftime, and that seemed to change the complexion I know they stopped bit. us. It might not have been a three and out, but I know that they stopped us, and it may have been a three and out, yes. Because that your guys, your offensive guys, they like to be out there pretty quick and pretty long, although you're pretty good at hitting one-play drives, too. So I, I'm not, we won't dwell on that anymore because Odessa High, we talked about some of their guys in particular, but they're – they're desperate in a sense because I believe are they the only team that's out of the playoff hunt or do they still have a like mathematical chance? You know, I don't know that they have their future in their own hands, but there may be a way that, you know, and that's kind of I think when you're in their situation, you got to kind of play for that. Just hey, let's do our part, what we let's let's worry about what we can control and hope that something happens, you know, with with some of the other games to give us a chance to possibly get in. Um, but they're a dangerous team because of that, because their backs are against the wall, and they know that they've got to come out and really put a game together. We're playing them there at Ratliff, you know, and so we're expecting a, a tough competition. Coach Ortiz has done a good job. Uh, I thought he improved the program this last year, and then his second year here, I, I've really seen, you know, a lot of growth within their team, and so we're expecting a tough one. Have them in Midland High both – they're not the same programs they were a couple years ago. They're, they'll line up and play with you no matter what. They really will. You know, they really represent, I think, what a good old West Texas team, you know, is about. And, again, we're not going to do comparative scores, but you know you've seen them play Monterey and I believe Coronado. But I think they beat Coronado, am I correct? I know they beat Monterey. They I was there that night. So, you, yeah. you've seen those two teams. You know how you had to kind of grind it out, and Coronado gave you your early loss. That's not something you necessarily build off of, but I would assume your kids are well aware of the fact that they've played two teams that you know and that they've had some success. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a lot of tough teams out here in West Texas. 6A, 5A, doesn't really matter. Um, and I think that's just a good, you know, point of emphasis as to why you can't take anybody lightly, you know. And, and uh you know, I'm genuine when I say we're going to have to go in there and play a really good game to beat Odessa. And I don't – I know season opener against Monterey, they had a pretty good crowd at Ratliff Stadium. When Ratliff Stadium's semi-full, it's it's a pretty cool place to be in on both sides. You guys have been there a bunch. That's – we talked last week about Permian's tradition. Odessa High plays there too. And walking into that stadium will get your – put the hair on the back of your neck standing up a little bit. You know, I think you're right, especially in terms of us coaches, you know, our kids. I, we have to remind them sometimes right. of all the things that happened, you know, there in the past. Uh, but they're all familiar with that as well. Uh, Ratliff's always a, a place to go that you go in and play that, that, you know, just has a little extra, you know, tradition with it that, that you're aware of, uh, you know. But it's just, you know, a good part of West Texas. Were you on any of the Plainview teams that went down there and played, or was that before – those may have been Greg Sherwood get teams. That was when I would have been in probably middle school, okay. so we probably went to the game, but I wasn't wasn't you know down on the field. That's one angry red with the big dot, right? Angry red enough said. That's yeah. right. And San Andreas Central sort of ran with the idea, haven't they? If I saw something, they have yeah. an orange dot that they 
They might be, uh, you know, stealing that from Coach Sherwood for sure. You yeah. know, we had a guy that was on a, a three or a three wheeler, I guess you could call it. They don't make them anymore. They right. rode around the track dressed as the dot. You know, I don't know if the, the old Bobcats have anything. No, like that. it wasn't Coach Bill. Was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't. I don't think he's no. still plugging along. I said he is. Somebody yeah, said good they, for they him. Named a, a, one of the buildings after him, and he's just chugging along. He's so. a special guy. Yes, sure. he is. He's he's. Like like you talked about one of those West Texas stories that you for hear sure. about. So for sure. And I want to go finish where we started. Is this just talking to your guys? There's no sense of panic. No, you know what are we going to do now? They they're very confident that, like you said, they've got it right there in their hands. Go out and win this game. Take care of business. Final week, and you guys are exactly where you've worked to be. Where you've got a chance to be. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Um, you know, no reason to panic or anything like that. Obviously, a loss is disappointing, but we still have our future in our hands, and we want to fight to keep it that way. And they get that next chance Friday at Ratliff Stadium without a three-wheeler guy, I would guess, when friendship goes to take on Odessa High. This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com, and Jay Northcutt has joined me for this week's edition of the Football Tiger Tracks podcast. <laughs>